the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good afternoon. The gray and wet skies are indicative of the mood across western Pennsylvania today. And we welcome you as part of our family to join us for these next two hours as we engage in conversation, reflection about the events that happened this past Saturday. Of course, you know exactly what I'm speaking of. Kath, welcome to the show. John, we're uh, together, the three of us, you and I and New Mike, and we're here to remember um, lives that were well-lived here in Pittsburgh and that were taken too soon uh, in a violent way that uh, desecrates what we all believe about our city and about our um, houses of worship and about how we relate to people different than us here in Pittsburgh. So let me name these names. Joyce Feinberg, Richard Gottfried, Rose Malinger, Jerry Rabinowitz, Cecil Rosenthal, David Rosenthal, Bernice Simon, Sylvan Simon, Daniel Stein, Melvin Wax, and Irving Younger. We, of course, you and I did not know any of these people who were murdered on Saturday, but we know them as Pittsburghers. A friend of mine uh, texted me a little earlier today and said, oh, the doctor was my doctor. And he was a good man, a funny man, a bright man, engaging. And losing him has somehow separated me from my faith. And I think that's part of the conversation that we hope for today, that we don't want anyone to lose hope because of another wave of tragedy that has befallen us across this country and now here locally more so. I believe it's more important than ever to stay connected with the God of the universe. So hopefully as you join us today, we can wind our way through this process together and come out stronger on the other side. We've been gifted with this ancient book that we have, this Bible, and it's filled with heartbroken people that lived thousands of years ago who recorded for us their sorrow and their mystification at the injustice of the world and their their pure and necessary hope for a city with foundations that doesn't look like this world that isn't subjected to the same uncertainties and uh, and decadence and violence that we see everywhere. So we're in good company. We're not the first humans that have suffered. We're not the first humans who mourn. We're not the first humans that wonder if their city has gone awry or their country has gone awry or their world has gone awry because humans have wondered that from the beginning because the bad news is those things are all true. Yes. Our world has gone awry. 
when I think about this, and I think about the certainty of heaven, what I hope for the most, and I hope that I have this thought when I'm in heaven, is that we will be unencumbered, finally, for the first time, by evil in our lives. <laughs> Won't that be a glorious and wonderful thing? We can't even imagine what that would look We're so used to it. We wear it like a coat, of course, because it surrounds us. And it's it, in our it's, marrow of our bones. Right, it's part of us. Yeah. So what, we bring it. This event, this murders, these murders that happened on Saturday, again, a, an exclamation point of evil in our lives. So close. How do you make sense of that? You can't not. You cannot. I think that's where we're falling down. Is that you try to make sense of it. I think we're trying to make sense of it. You know, I, I'm so grateful for our city leaders and so many people who have stepped forward um, to bring our city together and uh, for their presence there and their heart, which is for uh, the good of everyone who lives here. And... Um, the danger, though, for any of us who speak is that we try to find an answer or we try to find uh, the guilty. I mean, other than the perpetrator who shot these people, whose name we know um, and who was in a courtroom today, aside from that, we can point our finger anywhere at anyone, at anything, at any group or political party or whatever it is. But we have to recognize that evil is in the world because evil is in us. It's not out there. It's not in him. It's not in them. It's not over there. And that's hard to own, isn't it? You have to own it. Maybe that's what we're fighting against is we don't want – none of us want – well, of course none of us want to do that. I mean how hard is it for us to admit we're wrong? Emotions are high. I was in the studio 10 minutes today, and all, you know, I had a little kerfuffle here with someone. And I'm thinking, I never do that. The heck is that all about? But emotions are high. We're just so fragile, aren't we? I'm so heartbroken for those people who lost loved ones and How? for that sweet community. I mean, we talked before, we talked before the show. I mean, there's no way to quantify how many hours and days and years of our lives you and I have spent in Squirrel Hill? Yeah, because it's the best neighborhood. If I could afford it, I'd live there. <laughs> it's the truth. Uh, it is. I mean, I spent a long time living in New York City. It's the most New York City neighborhood, of course, in the city of Pittsburgh. It is. And since I was a little kid growing up in Swissvale, it was a short bike ride away. And, you know, you're just drawn to it because there's vitality, there's excitement, there's the hubbub of people. And plus, it's got a great library as well. I mean, doesn't your heart break when you think of the pizza shops and the bagel shops and the record stores and the newsstands and the weird little hole-in-the-wall places, you know, the gluten-free bakeries and the Gluten-full gluten bakeries. How about and, the tailor? Or the bowling alley or the knitting store. Yeah. The Giant Eagle, which is also – it's. I mean, it's just – The library, you know, the JCC. You know, I played racquetball in the JCC every week for three years. I've been on stage at the JCC and I've been to AA meetings at the JCC. <laughs> so I've covered my bases. 
<laughs> I worked at the uh, I worked at the corner of Forbes and Shady for I don't know almost five years. My husband's worked in Squirrel Hill almost thirty years. I mean, it's just we're going to be on the air with uh, with some friends of ours in Detroit later on tonight because they want to know what the Pittsburgh perspective is, and I think you know the Pittsburgh perspective is. Shock! I cannot believe this happened here. But I don't know if this is true, and I don't. This is true for me as a person of faith. When you're in worship on Sunday or Saturday, because what happened to these people of faith happened essentially to all of us, right? I mean, if you are a believer, and especially if you're a Christian believer, and you're in church on Sunday morning, sometimes. When I bow my head, I have to look around the second before I do to make sure that everybody's okay. I don't know why I do that because I fear I fear what happened will happen to us. And it might. And to be so vulnerable on a Sunday morning or a Saturday, to be vulnerable before the God of the universe and to kneel down, I mean, it's the most tender moment. It is. It is. And to think that that moment was violated is just the essence. If we're wondering if there really is a Satan, if there really is evil in the world. Look, (laughs) I don't know what else you're looking for (laughs) proof-wise. You want to see blackness? That's it. There's no doubt. I mean, this man personally ended the lives of old people and special needs adults. This is... In, in, a, in a vulnerable time where they're preparing to devote a holy day to the God they believe in. I mean, they're, it's, it's unthinkable. It is. And how- the fact that how could that have happened in Pittsburgh? I mean, all, those, all that time I spent in Squirrel Hill. I mean, I w- I can't, I've been in and out <laughs> carrying area rugs in so many places in Squirrel Hill over those five years. And I... I, I cannot get my mind around the fact that that happened. You just think about those moments. I mean, how is it that someone who's lived a full life of 97 years is murdered? How is it that a couple, 88 and 86, are together with each other in their last breath? These two special needs brothers. How does that work? And I... You know, I Again, when heaven is upon us, I don't know if I, I hear people say, I'll have a question here and I'll think and I'll, I don't know if I have a question. I think I'll, I think that probably you'll be so awestruck that any thought will leave your mind. But certainly that question of good and evil, that's the question that dogs us for the ages. Yep. We're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back, and we're going to talk to John Welsh, who is the chaplain for the Bureau of Police here in the city of Pittsburgh. We're going to take your phone calls as well. So stay with us, won't you please? It's The Ride Home with John and Kathy.
1025 WORD. As retailers across the country begin to talk about Christmas products and advertise sales and gear up for their most important month of the year, what can you do even now to make sure you're ready spiritually for the Christmas season? Find out as John MacArthur examines the real meaning of Christmas this week on Grace to You. Tomorrow morning at 7 on 101.5 WORD. How does Eden Christian Academy prepare students for success? Through education that ignites the mind and inspires the spirit from pre-K through 12th grade. Through 47 state-certified full-time teachers and opportunities in sports, the arts, and service to the community. With results like SAT scores 200 points over the national average. Schedule a tour at any of Eden's three North Hills campuses and see what the area's largest non-denominational Christian school has to offer at EdenChristianAcademy.org. Marley Financial has done it again. These guys are just fantastic. This is Kathy Emmons. Many of you know or have worked with our friend Todd Marley at Marley Financial, and you know they were the first and still the best option for individual health insurance, providing both traditional and non-Obamacare plans. But now they're also offering the best group health plans in the nation with typical savings of up to 40%. Small, medium, and even large groups, Marley's got you covered, giving you and your employees access to national networks where you can go to any hospital, Highmark, UPMC, Mayo Clinic, or even Johns Hopkins. Marley gives you the power to choose what's best for you and your employees, whether they're W-2 or 1099 subcontractors. Without the usual headaches of things like minimum participation or employer contributions, call Marley Financial now, 724-884-1496. That's 724-884-1496. And find out what it's like to work with the most innovative agency in Pennsylvania. 724-884-1496 at MarleyFG.com. Five years ago, a National Barna Omni poll discovered that 77% of evangelicals believe we're now living in the end times as described by the Bible. But how can we really know? Don't miss the most comprehensive, in-depth, prophetic end time seminar anywhere. You'll be amazed at how much information God's Word provides. This all-day end time seminar is Saturday, November 10th at Christ Church at Grove Farm. To learn more, go to endtimeseminar.com. That's endtimeseminar.com. Mothers Against Drunk Driving supports victims of drunk driving, drug driving, and underage drinking at no charge. Call our 24-hour victim helpline at 877-MAD-HELP or visit mad.org. That's M-A-D-D dot O-R-G. The day after Thanksgiving, feed your soul. Join Amen to Action as we come together to sing, pray, celebrate, and pack one million meals of hope for the hungry. It's Friday, November 23rd at the David L. Lawrence Convention Center. Doors open at 8 a.m. and all faiths and ages are welcome. Come fill your heart with joy and one million plates of food right here in Pittsburgh. To register, go to amentoaction.org. John Walsh is with us. John is the chief chaplain for the City of Pittsburgh Bureau of Police since 2008. John's also vice president, dean of students at the Pittsburgh Theological Seminary. John, welcome to the show. How are you today, sir? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. John, um, I know you're not a policeman, but uh, I just I feel the need to thank those men and women who ran into that synagogue. I just can't. I John told me to go watch the video this afternoon. I can't get over that image, and I wonder what is in a person that causes them to be courageous enough and other-centered enough to do that. 
Yeah, well, you're right. I'm not a police officer, and I don't, I can't uh, accurately speak uh, for them. Um, but as a as a, a witness um, to their courage, I can only say that um, you know each man and woman who who sworn to do this uh, this act of public safety uh, are aware of the dangers of the job and um, are willing to put their lives on the line for the protection of others. Yeah, better man than me, I'll tell you yeah. that, John. So, John, what's it like for you as a chaplain? I mean, on Saturday at 10.30, whenever this news really first broke for me, at least I became aware of it. You may have been aware of it sooner. But when a tragedy a tragedy like this happens, do you go to the scene? Were you at that synagogue? How does it work after the fact and during? Uh, yeah, so I was there at the scene, but it was um, – uh, much time had passed uh, since um, from the time that the uh, suspect was uh, detained and, and taken off the premises. And uh, my my main um, uh, interest was to find out where our officers were that were wounded and so that I could get to be with them and their families and uh, get my other chaplains to do likewise. And so I didn't spend much time uh, there uh, at the Tree of Life. Um, I went straight to the uh, uh, to the hospitals, and then afterwards, I went back to the Jewish community to be with uh, the leaders there as they were planning the uh, service, which uh, we all saw and participated on on yesterday. Right. No. But generally speaking, we we um, you know we will respond to situations that involve officers. We'll respond to situations that involve the general public when when necessary, uh, as well. So um, that has sort of been part of our our. Uh, our dossier as uh, as Pittsburgh police chaplains, um, the the shooting at the Western Psych years ago, the mm-hmm. flooding on Washington Boulevard, um, we responded to that. Uh, the hostage situation at Gateway Center, uh, we were responding to that situation. So when Chief Nate Harper uh, formed us or reconstituted us, should say he wanted us to be there to support the men and women in blue and their families, but also to be there for uh, community members that uh, that needed our our presence and assistance as well. So talk about uh, the officers. Um, do you have any information on how uh, the, those that are wounded, how they're doing? I don't have uh, an update to share uh, with you at this time. Um, uh, I, I would say I haven't heard any news that would contradict um, any, prog- any progress that they were making. Okay. Uh, first reported by the command staff on Saturday. So uh, I'm hopeful that all is well at this point. Yeah. So, John, as a chaplain... How does that work? I mean, I would imagine that police officers are not the most open about their their feelings, and especially their feelings about God. But do men and women who are serving as officers, do they come to you and do they share? Do they, do they want guidance or prayer? Yeah, um, generally speaking, uh, with uh, chaplains of law enforcement, personnel all across the country, you know, we try to put ourselves in a situation where officers feel very comfortable in, in approaching us um, and you know whether they want to talk to us about their their own struggles or if they want uh, child baptized or if they want to, uh, to get married uh, whatever it is it might be we try to establish a relationship with officers to the point where they feel comfortable just approaching us um, and we we also um, want to make it clear that you know there this is fine for them to have relationships with their own priests rabbis and and uh and pastors 
Um, but the uniqueness of, of military chaplains as well as uh, law enforcement chaplains or, or chaplains out the first responders is that we have a better understanding of, um, of the job and uh, understand that, you know, there is uh, a hesitation on the part of law enforcement to really sort of bear themselves um, naked before people they don't really trust. Right. We're talking to John Welsh. He's the chief chaplain of the city of Pittsburgh Bureau of Police and has been since 2008. Um, John, talk about, um, if you can, the type of psychological trauma that uh, first responders go through. We look at them as the strong people. They're the ones that are going to go in first and they're going to, you know, uh, put the enemy down and then they're going to, you know, quell the public and they're going to make everybody feel calmer and better about things. But who makes them feel calmer and better? That's an excellent question. And um, one of the things that uh, many police departments have, and Pittsburgh is no different, as well as the other uh, agencies in our area, uh, they have peer support. So the city of Pittsburgh has a group called PMAP, which are other local officers that are there to sort of be a peer support person for um, for the officer that might be experienced or they have experienced or will be experiencing trauma or been involved in a traumatic situation. Um, there's also an organization in the area called POST, and that involves law enforcement uh, personnel from um, a variety of agencies in our area, in our county. Um, and the state police have a similar program called MAPS. And so there's peer support, um, but also the chaplains are there as well to to sort of help. And chaplains are trained um, to, uh, to help a person that's gone through a situation like this to understand the various progressions. Um, it's called critical incident stress management training. Mm-hmm. And so um, one of the things where, you know, law enforcement personnel, as well as uh, anyone that's been active in, uh, involved in active duty, um, they go through what's called hypervigilance. And, um, and you may, if you know anyone that's in law enforcement, uh, some of them will tell you that, you know, they, they are always aware of the surroundings. They could be off duty, they could be in a restaurant with their family, they're always aware of something that might be strange. And so what's difficult for law enforcement is to sort of calm, bring themselves down uh, to a, to what some of us might say is a normal state. Um, but, you know, they're always active in this, in this realm, realm of hypervigilance. And it's, it can be, uh, it can, it can have devastating effects on them personally uh, if they're not attuned to it and, and don't seek the proper uh, uh, help that they might need. So it could be psychological. It could even be just, just working out to anything that has sort of helped you uh, to sort of come to a, a normal state. Some mm-hmm. police departments uh, are doing um, um, mindfulness exercise or instituting mindfulness to help officers sort of de-escalate when they're coming out of uh, tenuous situations. I see. So, John, in the midst of all that, what's your take on evil? I mean, I, I would imagine being a police officer must be like a daily exercise in, in dealing with the devil, with all the horror that goes on in the streets. I mean, you know, I look at my own blackness just as a guy walking around, and I can't imagine it being amplified by all the different situations and people and the, the violence and the hard feelings and all that that a police officer has to go through every day. When you think about evil, I mean, how do you communicate that to yourself and then to those men and women who are in the uniforms in blue? Well, that's an excellent question. Um, I mean, it, I think we should all be well aware uh, more now than ever of how how present evil is. And um, 
it's it's um it, it's something that you know you and I, uh, Kathy, and others of your listening audience um, are aware of that. You know, we still do wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against spiritual wickedness mm-hmm. in high places, and that spiritual wickedness incarnates itself in a variety of forms. And and so it's you know it's it's uh, it's tough. It's not an easy question to answer, um, but at the same time, we have to recognize that our you know, police are, are human beings just as you and I are, and um, they have feelings just like you and I do, um, but they're special uh, because of the calling. When we had our tragedy in 2009, one of the things I said to the officers at the service at the Peterson Event Center was that they're ministers behind the badge, and, mm-hmm. and their call is not much different than our call as clergy, because mm-hmm. we, all, we all take a, an oath to protect and to serve, and um, we also uh, go through specialized training. We also uh, find ourselves highly scrutinized whenever we do something wrong, but rarely praised when we do something right. Mm-hmm. Amen to that. Um, and so, you know, there are similarities. And one of the things that's really important uh, in policing is building relationships with those in the community, much like we have to build relationships with those in our congregations. And so um, I'm not saying that they're exactly similar, but there are some similarities to our call within the ministry and um, police officers call the public service. Yeah. Yeah. Well, John, I don't mean this lightly in any way, shape, or form, but truly, God bless you. Yeah, thank you for being there. Really, for your service and for the way that you work with other officers. It can't be an easy job, especially times like this. So thank you so much. Thank you. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Our pleasure. John Welsh, who's the chief chaplain for the City of Pittsburgh Bureau of Police. Police. My daughter was really sensitive. She took everything personally. She had a lot of trouble in school. He had some impulsivity issues that I was concerned about. He was having a lot of meltdowns, a lot of tantrums. What Brain Balance did was give us a very distinct game plan. This is what he has. We're going to get from point A to point B, and this is how we're going to do it. We started seeing huge differences in her behavior. His focus in class and how he retains the information that the teacher is talking about is just remarkable. I don't doubt for a moment that I made the right decision in taking Sophia to Brain Balance. There is our life before Brain Balance, and there's our life after Brain Balance, and the two don't even resemble each other. It's a totally different Life. Attend Brain Balance Center's Parent Discovery Night Thursday, November 1st from 6.30 to 7.30 p.m. Tour the center, meet their caring staff, and learn firsthand from enrolled parents about the brain balance difference. Call to reserve your seat today at 724-443-6287 or visit brainbalance.com for more information. It's long, over a thousand chapters, over 30,000 verses. No wonder so many of us have never read it cover to cover. Want to do it? Want to read the entire Bible? Start today at BibleStudyTools.com. BibleStudyTools.com includes Bible in a Year, an interactive plan for reading, learning, and understanding the Bible. Deepen your faith and impact your walk with God, one day at a time. Bible in a Year, just one of the new interactive Bible study tools at BibleStudyTools.com. The day after Thanksgiving feeds your soul. Join Amen to Action as we come together to sing, pray, celebrate, and pack one million meals of hope for the hungry. It's Friday, November 23rd at the David L. Lawrence Convention Center. Doors open at 8 a.m. and all faiths and ages are welcome. 
Come fill your heart with joy and one million plates of food right here in Pittsburgh. To register, go to amentoaction.org. The Crohn's and Colitis Foundation of America invites you to take steps for cures at a walk event near you. Support the 1.6 million Americans living with these diseases. Get started at cctakesteps.org. Word FM Discount Shopping Club members get up to half off great deals every day, right from your computer or smartphone. Now with free shipping, like today. Stay road ready for half the price. Green Apple Auto Works in Glenshaw will change your oil and filter for half off at just $19.95. For repair and maintenance, ASC certified techs, Napa parts, and a fair price, go with Green Apple Auto Works in Glenshaw. Log on now to wordfm.com, keyword shopping. For all the many years that we've been doing the ride home with Joan and Kathy, both Kath and I really appreciate all the advertisers who've been with us. Grove City College is our newest advertiser, and we are so happy that Grove City is with us. Both of our children attend Grove City, so we, as proud parents of children who attend Grove City College, we say thank you to Grove City College. Winds will diminish this evening, otherwise it'll be a cold one tonight, partial clearing with a low of 36. Then tomorrow looks to be partly sunny with a milder afternoon, a decent afternoon with a high 57. Partly cloudy and fairly comfortable tomorrow night with lows near 50. Then Wednesday it'll turn cloudy followed by rain in the afternoon, but it'll be milder still with a high 65. I'm AccuWeather Meteorologist Frank Strait on 101.5 Word FM. Thanks for being with us this Monday edition of The Ride Home. There's a fascinating, thought-provoking article uh, that I hope everybody has a chance to read that was on uh, on Fox uh, put up this afternoon by Barmini Chakraborty. I'm sure I'm completely ruining the uh, pronunciation of her name. But listen to what it is. Um, there's a photograph of the uh, Tree of Life synagogue at the top of the page, and then it says... Jewish doctors and nurses at Allegheny General Hospital in Pittsburgh put their personal feelings aside to help save the life of the man who allegedly claimed he wanted to, quote, kill all the Jews as he opened fire at a synagogue and murdered 11 worshipers. Quote, he was taken to my hospital and he's shouting, I want to kill all the Jews, end quote, said Dr. Jeffrey Cohen, president of Allegheny General Hospital and a member of the Tree of Life Synagogue. Hmm. He told ABC, quote, the first three people who took care of him were Jewish. Another nurse whose father is a rabbi came in from a mass casualty drill and took care of this gentleman. Cohen was one of the first people on the scene. He lives in the neighborhood and heard gunfire from his house. Quote, I was standing there and you could start hearing very quickly what was going on, he said. Just like the first responders who rushed into danger, Cohen credits his doctors, nurses and staff for stepping up. Quote, we are here to take care of sick people. We're not here to judge you. We're not here to ask, do you have insurance or do you not have insurance? We're here to take care of people who need our help, he said. Cohen said he and the shooter had a brief conversation at the hospital. When I stopped in, I asked him how he was doing. Was he in pain? And he said, no, he was fine, Cohen said. Cohen said the shooter then asked him who he was. Quote, I said, I'm Dr. Cohen. I'm president of the hospital. And then I turned around and left, he said. The FBI agent, FBI agent who was guarding him said, I don't know if I could have done that. And I said, if you were in my shoes, I'm sure you could. Fabulous. Now, listen, if those people who are Jewish themselves 
whose synagogue this was, if they can be humane in their treatment of a person, surely those of us who are on Twitter and Facebook and are watching cable news, surely, surely we can be humane. What did he say? We're here to treat sick people. We're not here to judge you. Man, that is a lesson for every single one of us. Amen to that. But that's part of the problem is that someone, this man, this perpetrator, sat alone in a one-bedroom apartment in Whitehall with zero interaction with neighbors. He was a mystery, a ghost he was described as. Someone there was a nodding wave to. But online... He was a monster, full of rage and hate mm-hmm, right. against Jews. Right, so he could say any opinion he he was could behind come up with every like half baked perspective on what's wrong with America. He could just put out there, right. and we all can do. I mean, anybody can do that. You can find your spot. Whether even if Facebook won't let you say whatever you want or Twitter won't, you can certainly find some place online where you can say whatever you want. But you feed on that poison. You eat that poison every day. And you it, become the poison. It poisons you. What are your thoughts about this today? 800-320-8255-800-320-8255. I'll just say this. If you want to call, we'd love to hear your conversation. But we do not want to talk politics today in any way, shape, or form. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to talk about it. But I'd love to hear your thoughts. I mean, The idea of anti-Semitism. Look, I, I grew up in Swissvale. I graduated with one Jewish kid in my class, one. And it wasn't until I went to college when I was confronted with the idea or the action of anti-Semitism. I, I, I remember going, what? There's such a thing? Of course, there's such a thing. But it was, you know, even the bare basics of reading about the Holocaust it wasn't in my life in Swissvale in the mid-70s. So to think that it exists today and people are enraged, people look at Jews as the enemy. It's, it it's is. unfathomable. I don't, get it. I don't get it. even. And you hear about anti-Semitism being on the rise in Europe. And you know, I've read that for, here the, in last, America. I've read that for the last five years and, and maybe in the last couple of years here in America. But – I got to be honest with you. Never, never did I think that that was an issue in Pittsburgh. Never, I never did. Maybe that's because I'm a Christian and I'm not subject to that. But I have Jewish friends. It's never something that's come up. Uh, I, I hasn't been part of your life. It hasn't been part of my life. Maybe that just shows you how sheltered I am. Okay, so here's a quick story. Let me oh, give us a call eight hundred three two zero eight two five five. That's our line. Do you want to call us? Yeah, you can call us. Here and we are. Talk about the maybe. Some of the victims were friends of yours. Maybe you, like John and I, are just mourning for a beautiful community shattered by violence. And Or maybe this is a non-story to you. Maybe you just moved on. I can't believe anybody in Pittsburgh has just moved I'll, on. I, nope. I don't, I don't know. buy it. Anyway. No, it's too close. 800-320-8255. Uh, years ago, I just moved back um, from a decade in New York City. And I was on Murray Avenue walking up the hill you know, towards towards Forbes. And there was a guy there who I used to buy um, my newspapers from. 
and the the place is gone now, which is unfortunate. And he basically was, you know, newsstand. You know, everybody knows what these places are. He sold bric-a-brac, cigarettes, lottery tickets. Yeah, toys, that kind of thing. Maybe a good and plenty if he was paying attention. Probably. I'm sure he did. But I remember I was walking up on the sidewalk, and it was a summer day, and there was this kid on the sidewalk. This kid is maybe 18, 19 years old, and the kid was enraged. And he was screaming at this guy who I knew from the newsstand and calling him every, you know, anti-Jewish slur you could think of. And I was like, I was like, what the heck? And this guy, you know, he was holding this kid at arm's length. And I thought, do I do something? What I really wanted to do was punch the kid in the head. But I didn't. I did not get involved. I think about that. I mean, I've, th- I've thought about that countless times, I think, over the years and think, what what should you have done? What would have been the proper response to speak up and to, sh- to what? But I was surprised by that. It, it, there it is in the corridor, the heart of Squirrel Hill, that people, some goofball kid was acting out like that. I never saw anything like that in Squirrel Hill. Never. I never saw that. Well, there it is, isn't it? So it's there. Clearly, it's there. Let's go to the phones. Uh, take your phone calls right now. Uh, Sherry, hey, you're uh, you're with Kath and I today. How are you, too? How are you? Hi. Hi. I'm great. How are you? Good, thanks. What are your thoughts? Well, I just had a thought about um, what the, the doctor said at Allegheny General, the president of Allegheny General. Am I correct in saying yes. that? Uh-huh. Um, Something this week I had read, it was a quote, something to the effect of, um, when we look into somebody else's eyes, that person is a person that God loves, no matter what. And um, it it just kind of, in the wake of all this, I think that's something that we truly have to remember, especially as Christians, to show that um, no matter who he is, Mm -hmm. no matter what he did, God loves them. And my first thoughts for that um, scenario that happened was that the the doctors and the police officers and the first responders they're going to have to deal with this person if you know if need be and apparently you know he's arrived and they had to deal with that they had to put another cap on and they had to show that love as hard as it was that's right you know why because they took an oath they took an oath to care for sick people yeah and so they're going to fulfill that oath and they're you know i think sherry makes a good point when you look at someone in the eye it's a whole different thing than sending out some stupid tweet yeah it sure is right i mean it's one thing to sit alone in your one bedroom apartment and be angry at the whole world right. it's another thing to go out and make a li- living every day or to raise a family every day you know and, and, and speaking of you know what the doctors did because they took an oath i'm surprised that the guy the, the shooter made it out of that room in the synagogue alive Right, but anybody I mean, once he was crawling across the floor, any one of the SWAT team members could have ended his Just life him instantly. Down. Right, right. Because but they took an oath as well to protect and serve. So the guy wanted to surrender, apparently. So they let him surrender, but they could have ended it right then and there if they chose to. You look in someone's eyes, on someone's eyes, it makes all the difference in the world, doesn't it? Eight hundred three two zero eight two five five. We need to step away for just a minute, so stay with us. Your phone calls are next.
101.5 WORD. Here's Dr. Charles Stanley. If you're willing to ask God to forgive you of your sins, if you're willing to trust the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, God Almighty will forgive you, cleanse you, give you a whole new mindset, and you will be released and liberated from all the guilt of your past, no matter what you've done. Hear the series, How to Experience Forgiveness, this week on In Touch with Dr. Charles Stanley. Tomorrow morning at 8.30 on 101.5 WORD. If you're drowning in IRS debt and can't afford to pay, then you need to take advantage of special IRS tax programs that are available and free yourself from IRS collection efforts once and for all. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing throughout the country, the Internal Revenue Service has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call the Community Community Tax Helpline at 800-500-5588. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back, or even if you have years of unfiled tax returns, there's no need to fear anymore. But you have to call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-500-5588 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your Social Security check. Call 800-500-5588 for your free consultation and to see if you qualify. That's 800-500-5588. This is Mike Howard for Word FM, here to tell you about an awesome opportunity to attend Teal College in nearby Greenville, Pennsylvania for an extremely discounted investment without discounting the educational experience. More on that in a moment. Teal College was founded in 1866 as a co-educational institution in western Pennsylvania. Teal is an independent liberal arts college rooted in the Lutheran tradition, offering distinctive programs in the arts and humanities, social and natural sciences, and professional studies, together with engaging co-curricular and athletic opportunities. Teal College provides an accessible and inclusive learning environment that emphasizes service to society. Teal's residential campus offers a safe and supportive setting in which to grow and learn. Word FM is pleased to offer a tuition voucher to a brand new student at Teal College at half price. Yes, half price. That is almost $15,000 in savings. Call me today, Mike Howard, to find out more. 412-937-1500. That's 412-937-1500. Change furnace filters. Check. Change smoke detector batteries. Check. Install CO2 detector. Check. Make sure the furnace is ready in good working condition. When you have Pellis Heating and Cooling Service your system, check. You're ready for anything. And be confident knowing a Pellis Tech is available 24 hours a day in case of emergencies. With after-hour calls, return within 30 minutes. Keep your family comfortable with a comfortable family company. Pellis. P-E-L-L-E-S at PellisHVAC.com. The Original Mattress Factory is always looking for good people to join our team. If you're interested in a sales, manufacturing, or delivery position, we offer competitive pay and exceptional benefits packages. Integrity and strong work ethic are essential because at OMF, we strive for excellence in all that we do. To learn more about our company and our unique business model, visit us at OriginalMattress.com. You can stop by any of our locations or visit the employment section on OriginalMattress.com to complete an application. Hey, welcome back. Of course, we're talking about what happened on Saturday in Squirrel Hill, a neighborhood that Kath and I have been, like most Pittsburghers, with right, greatly connected with over the many, many years we've lived here. We love this neighborhood. Fabulous neighborhood. And to be honest, you know, that story that I told about, you know, that encounter with that kid, that punk, that's the only time, the rarest of times that you would, I mean, 
you're in Squirrel Hill because you feel good about life. Right. And Squirrel Hill makes you feel good about life. It's surrounded by people who are engaged and out and about in the world. And it's I mean, vibrant and fun. Yeah. And, um, it's the best city. Yeah, the best it, part of the city. There is. It's, um, you know, there's a lot of diversity as far as cuisine and conversation. And people look different. And they walk different. And... Um, and it's really it's it's I've always always since I was a kid I've always loved it. Yeah. So we're taking your phone calls today to reflect. Let's go back and speak with uh, Grant. Hey Grant, you're live on the air with Kath and myself. How are you doing today? Hey John. Hi Kath. How are you guys doing? Hi. Good. Good. What do you got for us, Grant? Uh, just wanted to just uh, let you guys know I'm I'm from Squirrel Hill. I'm a Christian. My girlfriend she goes to the synagogue. She's Jewish. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's almost some you know, anger, but I realized the biggest cure for the anger is forgiveness. That's what Jesus did for us. So it gives us the opportunity to work on our forgiveness for other people. And that's something I've been trying to get. Kind of stress with my girl, but it's, it's been hard because, you know, Jewish people don't really you know, believe in the Trinity. So I've been having that issue to deal with, too, while I'm at home. And a lot of, you know, it's, she's very well tight-knit community with everybody there and i just ask maybe you could just pray for us and pray for everybody else sure thank you grant i appreciate your phone call here's the thing um it doesn't matter what or who you believe in forgiveness is hard for humans period it's really really hard and when you feel like i mean look at how badly (laughs) we react when someone attacks our political party. That means nothing. Political party in the, in the grand sweep of things is nothing. Right. Imagine if someone had attacked your family. And that's what it is. It's Squirrel Hill. It's family. Right. Your mother, your father, your children, all that. 800-320-8255. Uh, hi, Beverly. How are things with you today? Hi, Sean and Kathy. Uh, God bless you for uh, listening to this your show for years and years. I've never called in, but God bless you, well, thank and thank you, you for, for uh, reaching out in sympathy. Uh, I want to extend my uh, love, and in, in, in my heart goes out to the Jewish community as well. And I'm, I live in Squirrel Hill as well. One of the persons that became deceased lived in my building. Mm. Uh, it, actually, one of the three congregations meet in that Tree of Life synagogue, and. Uh, I am a Jewish Christian, but my family members were a part of one of the congregations where several people did die, and we knew them well. Mm. And um, so we want to lift up those families in prayer. And um, But um, I was at a Messianic congregation Saturday morning when we found out, and they just stopped everything, and we went into a time of prayer. And then I went to the other, uh, you're probably familiar with them, and then I went to the other Messianic congregation, and they were praying as well. And uh, we had prayer uh, last night at our church. We had, my pastor, you know, offered up prayer, so that was a blessing. And, you know, the mess, us Jewish Christians were a little bit ostracized. Not all Jewish people call us traitors and don't like us, but, you know, but we're the first ones that we we love the Jewish people and we reach out in prayer and concern, and uh, and that's what they're doing. The the Jewish uh, Messianic Jewish people are very heartbroken over this as well. And also, when you said about the um, the doctors responding, well, that's what they do in Israel. 
they, they take many uh, Muslims, Palestinians into their hospitals and they treat them, you know, it's the same thing as they did that that doctor did here at Allegheny General. So that's all I have to say. And we just need to be about prayer and pray that God will have mercy on us and draw people to himself during this Amen. time. Amen. Thank you. Beverly, thank you so much for calling. Mm-hmm. 800-320-8255. We're talking about uh, Saturday and the murders at the Tree of Life Synagogue in Squirrel Hill. Hey, just want to let you know that uh, during our 5 o'clock hour, Rabbi Bisno will be with us. Uh, Rabbi is um, not at the Tree of Life, but uh, he Rode is Shalom. A, Rode Shalom. He is uh, the pastor, the, uh, the rabbi there. So around 10, a- 10 after or so, 5 o'clock, we'll be joined by the rabbi. Uh, let's go back and uh, how about uh, Wendy? Hey, Wendy, uh, you're with us today. Uh, tell us Hi, your thoughts. Hi, how are you? Hi. Good, thanks. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, ma'am. I've never called your show before, but I've listened many times. And I just wanted to say that um, I am a Christian, and I've, we've been praying every night with my children for the Jewish community in mm-hmm. Pittsburgh and the Christian community, um, as well as Pittsburgh and around the world, as far as the Jewish is, as well. And uh, at the beginning of the show, you had mentioned that anti-Semitism is on the rise and you've never seen it in Pittsburgh before. And that was kind of disheartening for me because I've been born and raised in the suburbs of Pittsburgh. And Pittsburgh is a very family-oriented, tight-knit community. You don't see race. You don't see color. You just, it's family. That's what we do. And so to, to say that, and I know that you're, you're very hurt and I'm praying for you all. And, and the families that were affected. But please don't um, disrespect Pittsburgh and the families that live here and everything. Wait, I'm sorry. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Uh, uh, when it, go back. What, what did we say? You said that anti-Semitism is on the rise. In oh, well, it, it's, it, there's no doubt about it. It's on the rise worldwide. Before. But it's on the rise worldwide. But that, yeah, but this is one sick individual. This has never happened before in Pittsburgh, ever. So it may be on the rise as far as like a total world, um, if you want to look at it that way. But yeah. I'm speaking specifically to Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. This is a sick individual. Yeah, He's a, right. a monster. Mm-hmm. He needs to be dealt with. He's yeah, I, I don't think we're saying, you know, it's, you know, uh, an epidemic here. Right. No, but I, I mean, I get what you're saying, Wendy, and I don't want to um, I don't want to paint Pittsburgh as some, you know, oh, anti-Semitic uh, place. However, when it's the single largest murder of Jews in American history in one place, it does make you think, wait a minute, whoa, we need to do some self-assessment here because this happened in our hometown. Yeah. So what's going on? That's all. We're not trying to diss Pittsburgh in any not way, at all. shape, we or love, form. We love Pittsburgh and, and you know, our, our heart is for all Pittsburghers, regardless of faith. And our, our heart more than anything is that people would live in peace and be able to worship freely with a door open. This is Michael Medved. I'm here with Mike Stahl from Health Markets, helping folks find the right Medicare coverage. The news reports say that the rates might be going down. The cost of many Medicare plans are decreasing this year. So you have to ask yourself, are you getting the best rate? Health Markets offers a free service with access to thousands of Medicare plans, plans that can eliminate your out-of-pocket costs, plans with $0 premiums, and even plans that pay you back. What is it people need to keep in mind? With so many new options, it can be confusing. You can get objective help to find a plan that may cost less and cover more. With lower copays, more choices like dental, vision, and prescription drug coverage, and the freedom to see the doctors you choose. Don't miss out on savings you deserve. 
Our Health Markets Medicare assistance is free. Thanks, Mike. This is Michael Medved for Health Markets. Find out if you can get a Medicare plan that pays you back. Call 800-735-8803. That's 800-735-8803. 800-735-8803. Great experiences are meant to be shared. How about the experience of a great night's sleep? This is John Hall, and I've been sharing with you about my pillow for a long time. It's truly the most comfortable pillow I've ever owned. It's machine washable, dryable, never loses its shape, and it gives me the support I need no matter what position I'm in. And it comes with Mike Lindell's famous 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Once you experience my pillow, I'm sure that you'll love it too. And you're going to want to share that great experience with somebody else, which is great because right now you can get two my pillows for the price of one with Mike's buy one, get one free deal. Just call 1-800-961-9207. Mention the promo code WORD to start enjoying the best sleep of your life. Or type it in when you visit MyPillow.com. So don't delay. That's 1-800-961-9207. Or visit MyPillow.com. Use the promo code WORD. At Grace Wellness Center, our philosophy is that we are called to thrive. We're always called to something bigger, something more. God is calling us, Aki. God is calling us. And you know what? I'm so looking forward to how we'll be able to bless others. I'm going to say this. This show has been such a blessing to me. You know, my wife and kids will only listen to me if my voice is coming out of the radio. <laughs> is that right? That's right. That's awesome. I can't Maybe wait. some other people will listen to us. Called to Thrive is right here on Word FM every Saturday at 930. Check us out. Join us. Are you about to pay double for roof replacement or repairs? If it's not Windows or Us, you just might. Windows or Us is the area's premier exterior replacement company. For siding, doors, gutters, downspouts, and yes, roofs. You'll love their no-pressure approach, straightforward pricing, and the fastest turnaround in the business. Right now, get zero interest for 12 months on up to 20000 with no hidden fees. Mention Word FM for an exclusive 10% off from the area's premier exterior replacement company. WindowsOrUsPittsburgh.com. Hey, welcome back. Taking your phone calls today. We're talking about the massacre in Squirrel Hill on Saturday, Tree of Life Synagogue. 800-320-8255. Want to go to the phones? Yeah, let's do it. Luana, you're with us uh, today. How are you today, Luana? Fine, and you? Good, Good, thanks. Thank you. What are your thoughts, please? This is is the first time I've got an opportunity to listen to you guys. Yes, ma'am. And my thing is, in, in our society nowadays, Everything goes. I was struck. I was struck hard in the heart about what this man did. But I know that God is working with me because I was able to pray for him. Mm. And I just hope the families are able to be okay with it. And it's just, it's horrible. It is horrible. And I don't know how long that takes or if it ever takes place. I don't know. How do you how. You know, do you, Did you ever, ever reach a point where you could be okay with that? I don't know. Some people do, right? Never, never. I mean, I mean he, he has to be forgiven. Yeah. I mean, you know, that what happened years ago, remember with the Amish school mm-hmm. shooter? Oh, my I mean, gosh. Yes, I they, do. They were so yes, beautiful in how they dealt with that. They man. sure were. That whole community came around and they took care of that, you know, that woman, uh, the, the wife of the, sh- that the shooter. That makes me cry. It's such a... It sure is. So who, Forgiveness is so countercultural. No matter what the culture is, it is so countercultural. Yeah. Luana, thanks enough a lot. Appreciate the phone call because it struck us hard as well. Yeah. Uh, we need to take a, a quick break, step away. So stay with us. Uh, during our 5 o'clock hour, uh, Rabbi Bisno is with us. And um, Rodef Shalom is his synagogue. 
he'll spend 15 minutes or so talking and uh, telling us the insights on his life. So we hope that you stay with us as well during our 5 o'clock hour, and we'll go back to the phones and get more conversation with you. Stay with us. It's The Ride Home with John and Kathy. It's a Monday afternoon. Word that changes the world. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh, a service of Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. The accused synagogue gunman who is alleged to have murdered 11 people on Saturday has made his initial court appearance in Pittsburgh. Robert Bowers was released from a Pittsburgh hospital and turned over to federal authorities who brought him to court in a wheelchair. The 46-year-old defendant spoke with attorneys and confirmed his identity to a judge. He made no public statement at his initial court appearance other than to confirm who he was. Bowers, who was wounded in the gun battle that preceded his arrest, faces a 29-count federal criminal complaint plus state homicide charges. Authorities say after he was taken into custody, he told them all these Jews need to die. The first funerals are scheduled for Tuesday. I'm Warren Levinson. Another down day on Wall Street as the Dow dropped 245 points to 24,442. The Nasdaq plunged 117, the S&P lower by 17. And oil dropped 55 cents to 67.04 a barrel. This is SRN News. You've wrestled with that issue for so long. You don't know who to talk to. You're too embarrassed to tell your friends or family what you're dealing with. You're even reluctant to talk to your pastor. I know. I was there too. But it got to a point that something had to change. And then I found Faithful Counseling. Faithful Counseling is a team of licensed Christian counselors who share your faith and will help you through your problem. They want to give you a free week just to try it out. You can begin a conversation when you're ready by text or phone, even video conferencing from the comfort of your own home. And your first week is free. If it's not for you, you can cancel during your first week and not pay a dime. Why not give it a try? Go to tryfaithfulcounseling.com. Talk to someone who can help. Go right now to tryfaithfulcounseling.com. It's so easy to get started, and your first week is free. Let them help. Go to tryfaithfulcounseling.com. The turkey comes and the turkey goes. It all happens pretty quickly. What remains is one important person, and their appreciation for the simple fact you sent a Thanksgiving e-card from crosscards.com. It's free for you, it's easy, and it leaves the recipient thankful. Express the spirit of thanks in a way that really matters to someone who really matters to you. Free Thanksgiving e-cards from CrossCards.com. How can a fully stocked restroom improve your image? How can serviced fire extinguishers or a first aid cabinet make your employees more prepared? How can comfortable work apparel make your business more productive? For over a million customers, the answer is simple. Cintas. Cintas delivers everything you need to open your doors with confidence. Because helping keep businesses well-equipped, clean, and looking their best, that's our business. Oh, I'm ready! Get Cintas and get ready for the workday. Over two-thirds of Christian young people will step away from their faith while attending a non-Christian college or university. But Word FM and Salem Media Pittsburgh have a solution. Salem Media Pittsburgh has partnered with Judson University, a private Christian college, in offering a limited number of special grants designed to decrease the cost of tuition by over half. These tuition grants are available now. Call our tuition solution specialist at 412 503 
888-447-4769 to reserve yours. Word FM Discount Shopping Club members get up to half off great deals every day, right from your computer or smartphone. Now with free shipping, like today. Stay road ready for half the price. Green Apple Auto Works in Glenshaw will change your oil and filter for half off at just $19.95. For repair and maintenance, ASC certified techs, Napa parts, and a fair price, go with Green Apple Auto Works in Glenshaw. Log on now to wordfm.com. Keyword shopping. Winds will diminish this evening. Otherwise, it'll be a cold one tonight. Partial clearing with a low of 36. Then tomorrow looks to be partly sunny with a milder afternoon, a decent afternoon with a high 57. Partly cloudy and fairly comfortable tomorrow night with lows near 50. Then Wednesday, it'll turn cloudy followed by rain in the afternoon, but it'll be milder still with a high 65. I'm AccuWeather Meteorologist Frank Strait on 101.5 Word FM. Good afternoon. Welcome. This has become a consistent over the years in our lives, has it not? That we pause from time to time, increasingly so, and question the motives and look at the heartbreak in the world of mass shooting. But this time it's certainly much more personal because this time it's local. Of course, you know the news that 11 people were murdered at the Tree of Life Synagogue in Squirrel Hill on Saturday morning. And so we pause today and we speak of this with you and various guests throughout the show. Welcome. We remember the victims today. Joyce Feinberg, Richard Gottfried, Rose Malinger, Jerry Rabinowitz, Cecil Rosenthal, David Rosenthal, Bernice Simon, Sylvan Simon. Daniel Stein, Melvin Wax, and Irving Younger. All members of our Pittsburgh community and of a, uh, a subsection of the community in Squirrel Hill that John and I have loved for years. Not just loved for years, but I think at heart, both of us have really appreciated Squirrel Hill over the years. And I think if you love Pittsburgh, you gravitate at some point or another to Squirrel Hill, right? Because it's so great. It's, it's vibrant. Yeah. It is right eclectic it is a mix of people that you would only find i think in pittsburgh in squirrel hill so we grieve along with you to think that someone's blind hatred of people that they do not know but only ascribe murderous intent to them because of who they were born into the tribe of israel i just can't wrap my head around it. And I grieve for people like that who are so handcuffed by hatred that they are locked in rooms alone, staring at computer screens hour after hour and cannot see the power and the beauty of God in our lives. I grieve for those people. So here we are again. How do we make things better? How do we get beyond the hate and the vitriol and the finger pointing how has this world of ours in the united states become so deeply political that it matters so much to the point of a bullet injected into the flesh of a person i don't know how many reminders we need that we 
are broken ourselves and that the problem is not over there or in him or in her or in that party, but the problem is in me. And no, I'm not saying that I'm the one that went in and shot people in Squirrel. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying that that evil is evil. Whether, you know, I'm lying or cheating on my taxes or cheating on my spouse or I'm coveting what someone else has or I'm disrespecting the name of God or I'm not honoring the Sabbath or I'm not honoring my parents or I'm worshiping and all of that's all evil. It all is. It corrupts us in one way or another. And man, we are. A sick society right now because when something like this happens, I mean, what happened to reflection? What happened to self-reflection? Or, or what happened to mourning? It seems like we weren't twelve hours post-disaster before people were pointing at the president or pointing at the a, a party of people or pointing at I. The evil is not over. There, the evil is in us. It's a time for sober repentance on all of our behalves. How did we get here? How is our attitude and our anger contributing to this society that is falling apart? Yeah. Would it be better if we somehow took a national day of rest from anger? Wouldn't it be great if we could yeah. do that? I mean, I- We're supposed to live that way as believers in Jesus Christ, are we not? Right? To flee from the anger that consumes us. But as a nation, to talk about evil the way that it's consumed us now, where my party, my tribe, is the right one, where my tribe has the answers. And you, well, damn you, because... Clearly, you're the enemy. You're the bad guy. And whatever happens, I can find a way to blame that on you. Right. So where are we? It's sick. We're going to take your phone calls in a little bit. But first, we're going to talk to Aaron Bisno, who is the rabbi at Rodef Shalom. I want to ask you this, John, because this came up, you know, one of your friends on Facebook asked this question. One of my friends on Twitter asked this question. Both people saying that this violence in the Tree of Life synagogue had pushed them away further from their faith. Because if prayer is what really counts, then what were the people doing in the Tree of Life synagogue on Saturday? Right. They were praying. Were they not? That's why they, they came to worship their God. So that forces us to ask a hard question, which is a pious life is not an insurance policy and prayer isn't a panacea or a seatbelt. Right. I mean, we're not immune, right? Just because you're a believer doesn't mean you get a free pass from trouble or fear, or anger, or resentment. It doesn't. It just means that you're having a relationship with the God of the universe. I I, I don't mean to 
minimize that just. It means that. It means you come in to worship the God of the universe. But it doesn't mean that you come in and get all the answers. That everything's going to be okay. And if we look throughout history, have godly, pious people escaped persecution or suffering? No. 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 I mean, maybe part of this for believers is just sitting in the sadness of it and communing with the people who live around you, your neighbors, the people you work with, the people who live in Squirrel Hill, your Jewish friends, and just being there and just asking why and knowing that on this side of heaven, we're just not going to get an answer. You know, we do, um, when we raise funds for the ministries, right? If you listen to the show, you've heard us raise money for the Bible League or Food for the Poor or Cross International. You know, so we're, we're building homes or we're sending children to schools or we're raising money for the Bible, for Bibles for people worldwide. And, you know, from our perspective, I think we think, well, we're doing good works. But I think when people from other countries look at us and they see more people murdered in our streets, they must shake their head at us and go. What's wrong with those people? (laughs) What is wrong with us? What is wrong with us? And I don't I know this is not true. This is not just a particular 21st century problem. This is when man drew breath and Adam and Eve rebelled against God. Then we started on this cycle, which we are on. But I guess the only thing that's changed is there's an expediency to this. The cycle is quicker, more violent, more brutal, and easily digestible because it's a click away. But when that click becomes a neighborhood that we all know and love. Though it's different. Is it ever? Is it ever? And, you know, all the civic boosterism from the politicians at the events that were held the last couple of days. I mean, that's well and good. It is. Thank you for that, for each one of the leaders who've done Yes. That. I'm glad that we have the leaders that are in place. But I do grieve that we have marginalized God so much out of the public sphere that, I mean, I was... When I saw those people, soldiers and sailors last night, there were 2,300 people in the auditorium and more than 1,000 people out spilling out. There were prayers. There were songs. But it takes something like that, murder, to draw us together. And what it were not so. I know. And why – and we don't all have to believe the same thing, but, boy, we've gotten so evolved and so – quote scientific that we don't need God in the civic conversation anymore the problem is when disaster happens we all need God we don't we don't have anywhere to go yeah so we're so easily offended aren't we and so easy to dismiss God but my God my God we need him so bad so badly so badly Let's take a break. Yeah. And so we're going to take your phone calls in a little bit after we talk to the rabbi. But for now, let's sit. Let's grieve with those who grieve.
Every soul's a sailor rolling on the deep. The tinker and the tailor, the beggar and the thief. The winners and the failures, the shepherd and the sheep. Every soul's a sailor rolling. Drawn toward the light, with blind imagination, we go swimming in the night, and the guiding star of fate shines for our mortality. Every soul's a sailor rolling on the sea. WORD. Raising children is not a casual activity. In fact, Dennis Rainey says it's war. You are engaged in a battle over the soul, the moral condition, and the development of your child to be used by God in his generation. So the question is, what are you as a parent doing? Maintaining a proper perspective on parenting. Next time on Family Life Today. Tomorrow morning at 9 on 101.5 Word FM WORD. Marley Financial has done it again. These guys are just fantastic. This is Kathy Emmons. Many of you know or have worked with our friend Todd Marley at Marley Financial, and you know they were the first and still the best option for individual health insurance, providing both traditional and non-Obamacare plans. But now they're also offering the best group health plans in the nation with typical savings of up to 40%. Small, medium, and even large groups, Marley's got you covered, giving you and your employees access to national networks where you can go to any hospital, Highmark, UPMC, Mayo Clinic, or even Johns Hopkins. Marley gives you the power to choose what's best for you and your employees, whether they're W-2 or 1099 subcontractors. Without the usual headaches of things like minimum participation or employer contributions, call Marley Financial now, 724-884-1496. That's 724-884-1496. And find out what it's like to work with the most innovative agency in Pennsylvania. 724-884-1496 at MarleyFG.com. We've been in business since 2001. Greg Hybert, independent local owner of Sears Carpet and Air Duct Cleaning. We care about our customer satisfaction. We're actually a local company. It's a franchise owned, which is my family, the hybrid family. And just recently, we were rewarded third in the nation in customer service. If you have an issue, we want to hear about it. We want to know if something happened because we want to take care of it. We're going to get your home as clean as we can. Call 412-821-5200. Satisfaction guaranteed. 412-821-5200. It's been a full day. The to-do list is done. The kids are in bed. The dishes can wait. Right now, this moment is just for you. It's your chance to unwind. It's your end of day, ah. At the Original Mattress Factory, we're proud supporters of the end of day, ah. And we want to see how you relax at the end of your busiest days. Share your posts on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter with the hashtag end of day, ah, for the chance to win a $1,000 Original Mattress Factory gift certificate. Relax. 
You've earned it. With the new year in sight, the team at Calusi is in the midst of their year-end sales event. Hi, this is Tun Chilkin from my friends at Calusi Chevrolet. This month, current GM leases can save over $11,300 on a 2018 Silverado All-Star pickup when financed through GM Financial. Also, save big on remaining 2018 models such as Equinox, Trax, and Malibu. Calusi Chevrolet has been serving Pittsburgh since 1918. They're easy to find online at Calusi.com. Chevrolet, find new roads. I'm not a pastor. I'm not a therapist. I'm not a counselor. I'm not a theologian. I'm a Christian. Introducing a new show for those struggling with addiction. And I sit here today with 23 years of recovery because of God's grace, support team, and the 12 steps to recovery found in God's Bible. Join Terry Hanna for Christians with Secret Addictions and find hope to begin again. You too will have a new way of life. Sunday night at 645 on W. W-O-R-D. Welcome back. Rabbi Aaron Bisno is with us. Rabbi Bisno holds the Francis F. and David R. Levin Senior Rabbinic Pulpit at Rodaf Shalom in Squirrel Hill. Rabbi, welcome to the show. How are you today? Thanks very much, John. Good to be with you. Thank you. Rabbi, on John's behalf and Mike and mine and on behalf of our families, we're so sorry. Thank you. Thank you. As, as, as a Pittsburgher, I, I welcome your support. And as a member of the Jewish community, I'm very grateful for our friendship. Yes. Rabbi, can you tell us how you are, how your community is? We're, we're, we're working hard being resilient. It's hard to imagine, I said to a, a friend midday over lunch, that uh, you know, it's hard to believe it's only been 48 hours. It feels like it's just been a, a, a maelstrom of, of, of time and, and experiences. It's surreal to imagine that the entire country, the whole world, is focused on a corner of Squirrel Hill that we all traffic by every day. Yes. And that um, is just in the heart of our neighborhood, right? S- yeah, so it's Rabbi, terribly sad and terribly surreal. It just we we're just beginning to absorb it, as I know all of us are. But you yourself, because of your position as a rabbi, I mean, certainly totally different. Talk to us about your Saturday. What what happened to you uh, as the day unfolded? Well, so our our day began at, uh, at about ten o'clock. We have a, a weekly Torah study, and then that breaks up around ten uh, fifteen or so as we prepare to start our ten thirty service and. Families began arriving, and we were also going to be celebrating uh, a baby naming that morning as it happens. And so the place was full and happy, as, as it usually is on a, on a Sabbath morning, a Shabbat morning. And uh, we, most of the people were making their way to the sanctuary. We began to get a, a couple of texts that certain people weren't going to be able to make it because the area in which they live was somehow, for some reason, cordoned off by police. And then maybe a text or some, something on the Internet someone picked up about an active shooter in the area, but we began the service aware, having just informed the people that were, were on the pulpit, just those of us who were going to be responsible for the service, knowing to update people. As it happened, we were receiving texts and hearing what was going on or whispering. So we shared with them that at this point we knew there was an active shooter. We were working with law enforcement. We were going on lockdown, but that there was nowhere safer to be right now for us than to continue what we were doing. 
And so people accepted that, and we did. And, and then when we learned that the shooter had been apprehended, we were able to let people know the threat was over, but we were still under law enforcement protocols. And we fortunately had been through some of these trips, and we just did what we were told was in our best interest, which is just stay put and keep doing what we were doing. And then as the service concluded just after noon, like everybody else in the city and around the country, we began to search for information about what, what was actually taking place here at home. Yes. So, Rabbi, uh, the fact of the matter is that the community, you know, people say six degrees of separation, but in the Jewish community, I'm sure in the city of Pittsburgh, it has to be a half of degree of separation. You probably know most of these people who were murdered. Well, everyone knows someone, and everyone has a story about someone they went to school with or was a friend of their parents or that they live in their next door to their their aunt or their grandmother, or in many cases, obviously, there are very personal relationships. And for the people that are members of those congregations and are in those buildings and grew up there, it's a very multi-generational community, as so many of our ethnic enclaves in Pittsburgh are. Um, they're, they're, they're reeling from this. Um, in my own family, it's true. A few people we, we knew by extension, and in fact, uh, one of the individuals, Richard Gottfried, just uh, was on a pilgrimage that Bishop Zubik and I led oh. just a year and a half ago with his wife. And so we traveled together to Israel, to the Holy Land, and renewed their vows at Cana and, and, uh, and, and talked about religion and about Pittsburgh and what, what was important in life. So we all feel very close to these tragic events. Mm. We're talking to Aaron Bisno. He holds the Francis F. and David R. Levin Senior Rabbinic Pulpit at Rodef Shalom in Squirrel Hill, and he's been with the congregation since 2004. He's the ninth rabbi to lead the temple since its founding back in 1856. Um, Rabbi, John and I talked about how many years we've spent in Squirrel Hill. Uh, my husband's worked in uh, in Squirrel Hill almost three decades. Um, I worked there five years. John basically grew up there. Um, yeah. And, well, and I know them. Yeah, and I said that I never saw an anti-Semitic moment in all of my mo- in all of my time in Squirrel Hill. And then I said, maybe that's because I'm naive. Maybe it's because I'm a privileged class. I don't know. So I ask you, is this something that you've seen in Squirrel Hill before? Well, you know, we're seeing it more and more here and there in different places. Um, we do have um, a recently engaged um, director of security for the Jewish community, also the Jewish Federation, because of the rock in Pittsburgh, per se, or in Squirrel Hill, although there's an occasional something that's nothing to be terribly alarmist about, but a growing appreciation that uh, Jewish communities around the globe yes. of late, because of changes in political rhetoric, because of a sense of fear that may be uh, coursing across the globe, um, identifies the Jews as, a, as an object of derision and hatred. Um, so we take it very seriously, this, this threat. And now it's come home. Yes, it is home. So, Rabbi, then how do you take care of all the people in your circles and yourself and your family as well? It's a daunting task, isn't it? It's, it's, a, it's a daunting task. But the, the, the truth is, we do it the same way we've, we've always done it, and that we all do it across the religious uh, movements and denominations and, and faith communities, which is to say that we do it together. We do it with an optimistic, optimistic um, hope that uh, the, the ideals that are articulated in our, in our scriptures and in our faith traditions can be realized if we commit ourselves to doing what we know is right and work hard at overcoming our basest impulses and fears. Um, when we work together, when we focus on, on loving one another and seeing each other, the face of the divine, that's how we make it happen. 
Rabbi, I know our time is almost up with you, but I wonder if you can, I don't know, speaking as a rabbi, speaking to a Christian community who listens to our show, what do we need to know? You need to know how grateful the members of the Jewish community are for the strong friendships and relationships we have across religious lines. One of the things that makes Squirrel Hill so special, one of the things that makes Pittsburgh such a special place to make one's home and to make one's life, to raise one's children and to invest in the future, are the relationships that, that bridge our divides and that are built on, on generations before. And so for the Christian community that's listening, please know how grateful the Jewish community is for your friendship, for the fact that you're in this particular experience with us, because really it's, it was visited on Jews, but it was visited on Pittsburgh. It was visited on Americans. It was visited on, visited on those people who believe in the freedom of religion and the, all the ideals that make our, our country so great. Um, and that we look forward to continuing to deepen these partnerships and won't yes. allow something like this to tear them asunder. Well, Rabbi, thank you to all the people in your circle, your family, your friends, everyone in your congregation. Peace be with you. Well, thank you very much. God bless all of you as well. And you thank as well. Rabbi, Rabbi Bisno. It's just heartbreaking. Stay with us. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Your phone calls are welcome. 800-320-8255. Aaron Bisno. Did you know that when you buy a mattress from a retail store, that mattress is being sold for the second time? What do I mean? Well, the manufacturer sells the mattress to the retailer, who in turn sells it to you with costs and markups for both parties. At the Original Mattress Factory, we have our own factory right here at our store. So the mattress you buy is being sold for the first and only time. That's why our prices are hundreds less than the mainstream mattress brands. Stop by one of our factory locations or visit us at OriginalMattress.com to see for yourself. It's been a full day. The to-do list is done, the kids are in bed, the dishes can wait. Right now, this moment is just for you. It's your chance to unwind. It's your end of day, ah. At the Original Mattress Factory, we're proud supporters of the end of day, ah, and we want to see how you relax at the end of your busiest days. Share your posts on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter with the hashtag end of day, ah, for the chance to win a $1,000 Original Mattress Factory gift certificate. Relax. You've earned it. This is Michael Medved. I'm here with Mike Stahl from Health Markets, helping folks find the right Medicare coverage. The news reports say that the rates might be going down. The government projects the cost of Medicare plans will decrease this year. So you have to ask yourself, are you getting the best rate? Health Markets offers a free service with access to thousands of Medicare plans nationwide to help folks maximize their benefits and save money. What is it people need to keep in mind? Enrollment in the right plan is not automatic. With so many Medicare options, it can be confusing. My advice, don't go it alone. Get unbiased help to find a plan that may cost less and cover more with lower co-payments, more choices like dental and vision, and the freedom to choose your doctors. With the enrollment deadline only weeks away, it's important to act now. Our Health Markets Medicare assistance is free. Thanks, Mike. This is Michael Medved for Health Markets. For your free Medicare assistance, call 800-741-5592. That's 800-741-5592. 800-741-5592. My oldest son had a really strong academic career in high school. And like a lot of kids, he didn't try that hard. It just kind of came to him. Not to say that he was lazy, but, you know, it wasn't like something he had to work really hard at. However, 
when he went to Grove City College, quickly in that first semester, things started to fall apart for him. And the big thing was he wasn't organized. Mm-hmm. Right. He wasn't ready for the next step. No. Yeah. Uh, now, the good thing was he confided in one of the teachers, one of the professors at Grove City, and all, all glory. I mean, the guy got him back on track, gave him a few tips and helped him tremendously. So he rebounded from that poor first semester and made the second semester work. He's doing great now as he heads into his junior year. Okay, now you and I have never shared this before, but my daughter had a similar experience. It was in her very first uh, project, her very first long paper she had to turn in, and it was based on an album. Okay, it was a, it was a, a kind of a cultural artifact analysis. I see. And she submitted it and she called me crying. She felt so horrible about it. And I said, listen, the only thing you can do is go tomorrow morning, talk to your professor and just see what he says. Mm-hmm. So she got off the phone, you know, crying, thinking this is the end of her college career. Yeah. She shows up to the guy's office as she's walking down the hall to see him. She hears that he's playing the album. That she wrote about in her paper. <laughs> he didn't know she was coming. He just wanted to understand the artifact so well so that he could work with her. And her... Once she heard that, she thought... I'll relax. Yeah, he's invested in this, and I'm invested in this, and he's going to help me work it out. And that's exactly what happened. I love this. Okay, so t- to be truthful here, th- clearly there's a difference what's going on at Grove City College. I mean, they're investing in my kid. Yeah. I didn't know they had this conversation with your daughter. So I, I look at this at Grove City. They're a step above. There's something there that's going on that's different than a lot of universities. Yeah. So if you're looking for a group of faculty that's not just invested in their own academic advancement, but interested in your kid and your kid's maturity, consider Grove City College. Online? GCC.edu. Winds will diminish this evening. Otherwise, it'll be a cold one tonight. Partial clearing with a low of 36. Then tomorrow looks to be partly sunny with a milder afternoon, a decent afternoon with a high 57. Partly cloudy and fairly comfortable tomorrow night with lows near 50. Then Wednesday it'll turn cloudy followed by rain in the afternoon, but it'll be milder still with a high 65. I'm AccuWeather Meteorologist Frank Strait on 101.5 Word FM. Hey, welcome back. Thanks for being along today. We're pausing, like all of the city of Pittsburgh is today, to pray and grieve and ponder all these things. And you know, Catherine and I, we've been doing this show for a decade, and you've been right along here. How many times have we done this over this decade? One mass shooting, one catastrophe after another. But this time, of course, because it's Squirrel Hill, it's so deeply personal. Because if you're a Pittsburgher, my guess is at some point or another, you've spent time at Squirrel Hill. And, you know, it's, it's, to me, it's like the most New York of neighborhoods. Storefronts, you're walking around. It just feels vibrant, right? Yeah, other than my neighborhood where I live, which I love, I think Squirrel Hill is my very favorite part. Squirrel Hill and Oakland are my favorite parts of the city. Yeah. I mean, you just you walk. You, you know people. You see people. You eat good food. You hear music. You see all sorts of different, I don't know, ethnicities and perspectives. Yeah. And you hear different language and people wear different clothes. And I don't know. It's never, ever boring. No. Hey, uh, give us a call. 800-320-8255. 800-320-8255. What are your thoughts about this today? 
about where we are, about forgiveness and pain and death and all these things. I told Kath this story before we came to air, but uh, years ago, um, I came back from uh, not living in the city for many years, and I, I lived in the Bloomfield neighborhood. And so I, I used to go buy my daily newspaper at a, at a local newsstand. And the guy who ran the newsstand uh, was a guy that I really didn't know that well. But what he would do is he would hire people, I think, you know, to, to come in from the uh, family members to come in from India and Pakistan. And so these guys would be there for a short while, and they would move on. But one day I was in there buying a paper, and this guy, who I'd got to know for, you know, hey, man, how you doing? He was the, the clerk. And he said, my name is Pete. But he said, it's not my real name, but it's my American name. And so Pete and I became, you know, kind of friendly. And one day this guy Pete said to me, John, tomorrow's Sunday. Would you mind taking my wife and I for a drive around the city? Because I want to buy my own newspaper stand. I've, I've, sent and, I've served my time here, and I've saved enough money that I'm going to go out on my own. And I was like, yeah, fabulous, Pete. So, like, on a Sunday afternoon, I'll never forget this, Pete and his wife, we jumped into my little Mazda, and we drove all over the city. I mean, all over the city. We were in Lawrenceville and the north side and Squirrel Hill and, I mean, you name it. We, like, poked around all these different places. And it was cool for me because, you know, you kind of think, oh, you're going to start a small business. So what does that look like? You know, what are you looking for? What's the lay of the land? Anyway, after a short amount of time, Pete moved on. And I lost contact with Pete. But then flash, flash forward another, I don't know, 10 or 12 or 13 years and one Saturday evening, I'm walking with my wife, and we're in Squirrel Hill. And my kids were little. My kids were probably like four or six, somewhere in that ballpark. And we're walking past the Giant Eagle, headed down towards Murray Avenue. And who do I see? I see Pete. And Pete's like, hey, John. Hey, How Pete. How long had it been? At least 12 years. Wow. Maybe longer. Really? Yeah, 12, 14 years, somewhere in that ballpark. Good job looking recognizable. Yeah, I think so. Considering <laughs> you feel how good I, about that? I did feel good, yeah. <laughs> and so there's this guy that I, you know, a passing relationship with. He was like, John, this is my place. Come on in. And, and so if you walk past the Giant Eagle in Squirrel Hill, there's a little newsstand. And you know what they all are. You know, they're selling lottery and soda and cigarettes and that whole thing. But Pete was like super pumped. He said, you tell your kids anything they want, they can have. My kids were like, woo, yeah. So they're getting like a Slim Jim and a soda and a bag of chips just because Pete was, you know, giving back to me. So then Pete says to me, John, come and see my house. So literally we walked with Pete a block away from the newsstand and there is this fabulous house. And Pete's like beaming. This is mine, John, and I have some rental properties. I own three or four, and so I'm doing good. So thank you. I mean, God bless Pete, and God bless this country, yeah. because only in America could that have happened. Yeah. Wow. So there you get to see it. And he picked Squirrel Hill. He could have gone to any of those other places you took him to. He was no dummy. He chose a great neighborhood, didn't <laughs> he? He was smarter than we were. <laughs> he was. I often think of that. I, know. I go, Why didn't we move there? What the heck? Why didn't I we do that? Afford it. Exactly. No, there's Pete. You yeah, know, but thinking, Pete made it. Yeah. I mean, that's America. And that's Squirrel Hill. It's the beauty of it. That's the crazy why, melting pot. That's why this is so heartbreaking. Why you just... <sighs> Why we've all cried so many tears thinking about the sweet piece of that place being so torn apart on Saturday. 
I don't know. I seriously, I do not know. I've been, I think like, a, I've been, I've been angry and bitter since Saturday. I've been prayerful and gentle. I've been broken. I'm like all of you, right? All these like these emotions sweep through you, and you think, "What does this all mean? Mm-hmm. What is going on?" But you know, this is just our little piece of the world, and you think, "Okay, for how many thousands of years, men have been doing this to other men?" Yeah, and here we are and, in the 21st century. And let's let's not ignore the history we know so well that people have been doing this to Jews since the very beginning. Yeah. There, that is undeniable. I mean, for, and, and, you know, I, as I was praying about this over the weekend, I was thinking about how, you know, Jesus' Jewishness is as eternal as his wounds. Mm, you, yes. He's never not going to be Jewish. No. He can never deny that. He right? can never. This is his body. His body, the wounds on his body, we celebrate. Those of us who believe in Jesus, we celebrate those wounds because through those wounds, we're healed. And we recognize that his body is perfected and it sits at the right hand of God. And that body is Jewish. We're grafted into them. Yeah, we are. They're not grafted into us. No. They're the original. And happy to be so. Thank you, Lord. So this is an attack. These murders are an attack on all, all of us. us. We are part of that family tree. Jesus. So, of course, you take it personal. Yes. Jesus, priest, prophet, king. All the fulfillment of the promise that God made through the Jewish people. I mean, this is our family. And as ugly and as sickening and as heinous as this murder is, I have to tell you, I think about this guy, the murderer, and my heart breaks for that guy. Well, what happened in his life that drove him to this point? What, what, what does a guy do that he's sitting in front of a computer screen and getting so crazed that he's got to go out and buy you know a, a rifle and a couple of handguns and, and murders 11 people, old people? It doesn't make it any... How do you murder a 97-year-old woman? How do you murder two special needs adults? How do you walk into a place of worship, which, as you said... In our first hour, John, is the most vulnerable place you can be. The holiest, the holy place. I mean, don't you feel on Sunday when you bow your head, other than holding a newborn, something that's so dependent and so beautifully fragile? I mean, I, I, me, I strive for those moments. When you bow your head and you're with your family and your friends in community on that Sunday morning, you are completely and totally disarmed. If I'm not, then I'm not really present in that moment. So I strive for that simplicity and the gentleness. Less of us, more of you, God. Amen. Our phone lines are open, 800-320-8255. If you want to talk about how you experienced Saturday or maybe you are from Squirrel Hill or maybe you are one of our Jewish friends um, and you have a statement you want to make. or we'd Do love you have an answer? Pray. Yeah. Do none you have of, an answer? No, none of us have answers. 800-320-8255. We'll take a break. Stick with us.
101.5 Word FM. Next time on Orchard Hill Today. But what this series is really about is it's about narrowing the gap between what could be, what God calls us to, and what is. It's about addressing some of that disappointment. This week, Dr. Kirby Yorkland will look at the book of 2 Peter to offer biblical guidance to help us live life in the fullness that God intended. In the series, Make Every Effort. Be sure to join us weekday mornings at 9.30 a.m. for Orchard Hill Today on 101.5 Word FM. Pumpkins, 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 and more pumpkins. Pumpkins are what the Springhouse is thinking about this time of year. Hi, it's me, Marcia, from the Springhouse, and we love sharing our farm with you during this beautiful time of year. We've got all kinds of fun planned for you and your family to be able to spend the whole day on our farm. Pumpkin patch hay rides, a petting zoo, giant square bale stack and pipes for sliding, a hay maze and a corn maze, pumpkin picking right out of the field, old time games under a tent up on the hill, and lots more. And when you get hungry, of course, we have great eats inside, too, with lots of pumpkin creations. Pumpkin pie, pumpkin cookies, pumpkin bread, pumpkin custard, and even pumpkin black bean chili. Every October Saturday features a family-friendly meal, and October Sundays feature our 4-H hog roast with all the fixins. Plan to spend a memory-making day on the farm at the Springhouse in 84 PA, 724-228-3339 or springhousemarket.com. How does Eden Christian Academy prepare students for success? Through education that ignites the mind and inspires the spirit. From pre-K through 12th grade, through 47 state-certified full-time teachers, and opportunities in sports, the arts, and service to the community. With results like SAT scores 200 points over the national average. Schedule a tour at any of Eden's three North Hills campuses and see what the area's largest non-denominational Christian school has to offer at EdenChristianAcademy.org. The average person considers a state planning just for the wealthy. Attorney Michelle Conti, host of Conti's Law on estate planning for the everyday person. There's a lot that goes into it. People take more time picking out what car they're going to buy, where they're going to go to dinner, as opposed to what happens to my children. The state will dictate who gets what if you don't indicate who is to receive your stuff upon your passing. We want to make sure we plan appropriately so that they get the best of both worlds. They continue to receive the benefit and they get the inheritance. The other thing you have to think about is tax planning. We try to be proactive in the approach that we minimize any type of tax consequence when somebody dies, depending on the value of the estate. These taxes range anywhere from 45 to 40%. So we try to make sure that the beneficiary will receive as much as they legally are able to. Hear more on Conti's Law, Saturday morning at 9 on WORD. For immediate help, visit ContiLawPGH.com. The day after Thanksgiving, feed your soul. Join Amen to Action as we come together to sing, pray, celebrate, and pack one million meals of hope for the hungry. It's Friday, November 23rd at the David L. Lawrence Convention Center. Doors open at 8 a.m. and all faiths and ages are welcome. Come fill your heart with joy and one million plates of food right here in Pittsburgh. To register, go to amentoaction.org. Hey, welcome back. Thanks for coming along. Taking your phone calls today. We're reflecting upon, of course, what happened Saturday morning in Squirrel Hill. 800-320-8255. You want to join the conversation. Uh, Jeff is with us. Jeff, how are you doing today? 
How you doing, John? Good, good. Hey, uh, real quick, uh, you know, with all this tragedy, I just wanted to uh, do a little shout-out to the rabbis. Now, I work for uh, subcontracted by PWSA, uh, hmm. Pittsburgh Water. So I'm always around the city, yeah. and we've worked around the synagogues a few times, and I've got to meet the rabbis. And I just want to say how friendly and uh, how how warming they were. Hmm. In fact, the one rabbi come up to our crew. Uh, now, I work for a lot of different crews that, that do this water and sewage and lead line. And the one rabbi come up, and he just put his arm around the whole crew, and he says, wow, it's nice to see you guys. And <laughs> I stood back because I don't I don't know him. Yeah. And uh, anyway, he's, he says, come in for a selfie. I said, I don't even know you. He <laughs> says, you come in here. You get in here now. And I says, you're Meshuggah, which means crazy in Yiddish or, you know. And he goes, he just looked at me kind of funny. He just started to laugh. And we all did this great big selfie together. And, you know, with all the tragedy, there's always, there's always great stories out there. Yeah. And, uh, and the, you know, the rabbi down off, down, uh, the synagogue down from, uh, Duquesne down there, he's one of the funniest guys you ever want to meet. Fabulous. Every morning he'd tell me a new joke. So <laughs> I just thought I'd throw that out there. You know, we can all look back and, and, you always got to look for the good, you know, look for yes. that silver lining. And, and I tell you, some really good rabbis out there. So Excellent, the way I see it, Jesus, Jesus was Jewish. I got to love the Jewish people. Amen to that. That's good. That's a great phone call, Thank Jeff. Thanks you, Jeff. a lot. That's a great call. Yeah, I mean, there is a lot of craziness out there. But in the midst of that craziness, there's also, like Jeff said, there's also great yeah. stories, right? Because as soon as something happens, what do people start to do? They start to tell stories about the people that are lost. They reflect. They love. They engage. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're going to hear over these. Look, I mean, today's Post-Gazette, I rarely buy the paper copy of the Post-Gazette, but I had to get it today. And inside the front page are all the stories of the people who were murdered. Yeah. Great stories. Beautiful I mean, these are people, stories. these are just regular people you would walk by on the street, even though you, you, know, you don't know them, but the lives they led. And when it comes to the BR time, the stories will be told about us as well. So good news for that. <laughs> Our phone lines are open, 800-320-8255, 800-320-8255. You know, it makes me wonder, um, you know, as we all try to process this as a Pittsburgh community, um, I think about disasters that have happened in the, you know, in American history. You know, I think about times of real challenge, like the Civil War or um, when FDR declared war uh, in World War II, or even G.W. Bush uh, after 9-11. Every one of the, like those three men that just popped into my head, when they spoke publicly, we have their, uh, you know, rhetorical devices that they use, their speeches that they yeah. gave. God was a part of the civic conversation. God was mentioned. God was understood. Um, I'm not saying that this was ever, you know, a Christian country. Um, I don't think there's any country that's a Christian country, as you know, in its full essence. Of course not. But God was a part of civic conversation. Yes. Now, it's awkward. To talk of God? Mm-hmm. Our civic conversation with our elected officials, whatever, it's awkward. It's weird. We're, we're more, as I said a little bit ago, quote, scientific, or we think we are. Um, we're more evolved. We're more. We're smarter. We're better. Yeah, but you know what? Last and so, night, and so when disasters happen, I don't think we know what to say or who to say it to. I don't know, Kath, because I'm watching the um, soldiers and sailors event, 
Yeah, I didn't see that. I'm so sorry. I missed that. That was really, really well done. Now, when you get past the, you know, the politics, the politicians come up and, you know, uh, God bless, you know, Rich Fitzgerald and Peduto, Mayor Peduto. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I appreciate their yep. their leadership. I do. But, you know, towards the end, they said, anyone who is in ministry, come on up. Holy smokes. I mean, the soldiers and sailors, that uh, they didn't do a full pan out, but there were a ton, a ton of people. Of people. Which was excellent. Yes. I mean, so many, you're represented by, there it is. It's hard to to deny that. So even though it is awkward to talk about it, we are surrounded by many wonderful, good people of faith. Yeah, okay, so that's an encouragement to us to keep talking about it. Yeah. Right? To keep recognizing. I mean, we had that conversation last week, the Jonathan Merritt article from the New York Times, talking about how few people in America, even people who say they believe something and attend a worship service on a weekly basis, how few of them ever talk about god about god yeah well we need to be the people to talk about i'm not saying we need to give people answers especially in a moment like this when there aren't any but just talking about asking questions expressing doubts expressing anger frustration lament whatever it is we need to talk about it that's what we're doing here today hey uh 800-320-8255 let's go to the phones and talk with mark hey mark uh, you're with us here today what are your thoughts hello john Hey, Mark. Nice to talk to you. You as well. Thank you. Um, John, Kathy, I, I just wanted to uh, say that um, I've been feeling a lot like you, John. I've been, my heart's broken. And, and this morning on my way to work, I was thinking about my grandfather, of all things. Uh, he died back in 86. But when I was 10 years old, um, I was in his bedroom with him, and on his bureau was a, a German Luger. And I'd never seen anything like that, and I asked him where he got it. And he didn't talk very much about the war, but he told me that he had liberated a work camp, um, assuming it was a concentration camp, and he had taken that pistol off one of the guards. And he didn't go too much into detail of the camp, but I could see this man, my grandfather, wince and his eyes closed, and he shuddered, and... I know he'd seen some really bad things, mm. and it got me thinking that this didn't even happen quite 75 years ago, and we still have Nazis yeah. by other names in the world today, personification of evil, and it just made me think that we know that we need Christ when it we see that these things go on. Who else can we turn to? No one else. There is no one. To who else can we go? Who else has the words of eternal life? That's pretty much all I had to say. God bless you. Thanks, Mark. That was a good call. That was. 800-320-8255. Can we, uh, are we out of time here? We we'll got come, people we'll come back up. and get a couple. All right, stick around with us, please. The Original Mattress Factory's mission is simple. We hand-build quality mattresses in our local factories. We sell those mattresses directly to our customers so we can eliminate the middleman, saving you hundreds of dollars compared to mainstream brands. While the other guys have their gimmicks, the Original Mattress Factory has a straightforward approach and is committed to quality and doing what's best for our customers. It's what we've done for almost 30 years. Go to OriginalMattress.com to see the OMF difference for yourself. Great beds, no bull. 
That is the original Mattress Factory difference. Quality products plus factory direct prices equals great value. Mattresses that are designed with better materials. Mattresses that are hand-built in local factories. Mattresses that cost hundreds less than the mainstream mattress brands. Now, I know what you're thinking. This all sounds too good to be true, right? Well, it isn't. Stop by one of our factory locations or visit us at OriginalMattress.com to see the OMF difference for yourself. The Original Mattress Factory. Thoughtfully made, honestly priced. Mothers Against Drunk Driving supports victims of drunk driving, drug driving, and underage drinking at no charge. Call our 24-hour victim helpline at 877-MAD-HELP or visit mad.org. That's M-A-D-D dot O-R-G. We've got time for just uh, one more phone call. Let's go and speak with Tammy. Hey, Tammy, you're with uh, Kath and myself today. Tell us your thoughts, please. Yes. First of all, I just want to thank both of you and the station. It's just been an amazing experience for me. Um, I went through some trauma okay. myself, so, um, so, but this has been a place for me to listen to, a place to grieve. Mm. Um, you're my people. Mm. <laughs> That's what I always think thank about. You, you guys are my thank people. You um, I was actually doing some ministry work. I only found out about this yesterday. We were in Pittsburgh, but we were locked into um, the south side. We were doing some Cairo's outside ministry. Um, didn't even realize what was going on, um, but my prayers go out to all the Jewish community and all the Christian community and everyone, all, all those affected. Um, I know there's evil out there. You don't understand why it happens. Um, only God knows the answers to that one. I'm just giving it to God and just praying for all those who are grieving. Yeah. Thank you, Tammy. You know, we've said this over and over, whether we're talking about church abuse or we're talking about violence or whatever, that um, I think we look like Jesus when we stand with victims. And I don't mean uh, to say that every victim that makes an accusation is telling the truth, but we don't have to worry about that in this instance. This is it's very easy to see who the victims are. And it's not just those whose lives were lost, but it's those who love them and those who live in the Squirrel Hill community and our Jewish brothers and sisters. And so I'm happy to stand with them today. Amen. And, and I think always when things like this happen, you think, well, what can I do? Well, you know, it's good to give, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's even better to be on the front line just to love. As difficult as that often is. Just to be present. Yes. To put something on social media that is positive. Or to just say, I choose to look at you, my enemy, whether it's whomever, and I'm going to love you. I'm going to love myself first so that I can love you better. And those relationships we have, you know, whether they're with our children or our husbands and wives that are always, you know, sort of fractious or sometimes fragile or coworkers, or neighbors, or whomever, the, the things that we tend to dig in our heels with and go, well, I'm right here. Well, of course, I've got this together. And you've got to be wrong. Maybe we surrender that. Yeah, forget telling people that they're wrong. I'm speaking and to myself here. How about we just recognize that we're all human. And fragile. And need to be loved. So those guys alone in the rooms with their computers who are raging at the world would come out and surrender themselves as well. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Word FM and Salem Communications. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.